0: Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida.
2: I'm I'm back. <laughs> my dog fell between the couch and the wall, so I just had to <laughs> pry her out. Sorry, I'm back over. Okay, I'm Jamie Jennings of Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 30th, episode 1984, brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World. Now, I wish
0: I had a dog yelping sound
2: <laughs> <But laughs> or scraping. Day is my favorite time of year.
3: This is Horses in the Morning with your lovable hosts, Jamie Jennings.
4: I am the queen. You listen to me.
1: I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. Glenn the Geek.
5: You look especially radiant today, your grace.
4: I'm going to do a terrific show today because I'm good enough, and doggone it, people like me. Happy Monday.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't have heard yelping. You just heard like, like scratching. (laughs) You know, it's looked over and she's all I see is Zenyatta's little face Uh, (laughs) so it wasn't lucky
0: because that would have taken a crane to get
2: are you kidding he's in his bed right now he's in his custom down bed that's in my office then he's just she's like suffers by sitting sleeping on the back of the couch and then she fell off um so anyway
0: (laughs) a cat says not a dog
2: yeah she's part cat um i was gonna say did you see the story of the zoo in cairo egypt oh my gosh there's a zoo in cairo egypt and the zookeepers are denying every little part of this. But they, a oh, visitor, this. This is a great. visitor went to the <laughs> zoo something. and was like, hey, I'm going to take a picture with the zebras. Hey, wait a second. Those aren't zebras. Those oh, are painted donkeys. Did- <laughs> <laughs> They're literally... Like donkeys, I don't, I don't, they white donkeys or do they paint them white? But then like the, black, and the, the the paint on the face is all smudged and going down. And I mean, number one, try to think about painting a donkey. Yeah, That can't be easy. Number yeah. two, like you're, you're busted, you know, like they can, they can come up to the fence. Somebody takes a picture. They're How like, wow, that's smudged. much you have to repaint the donkey? But then to work for the Zoom, be like, nope, that Don't, never happened. That never that's, happened. A that's a not real us. zebra. <laughs> I mean, they're literally insisting, nope, that's that's not true. That's that's it. That's a zebra. Like they're owning it. They're not backing down. So of course, Peter. It wasn't
4: a donkey painted like a zebra. It was a zebra painted like a donkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That doesn't even make any sense um (laughs) how exactly do they think that people are gonna fall for like foot long ears it's not like they painted a mule glenn they (laughs) painted painted a a donkey donkey. i saw
0: the ears they were huge we got to get dominique on our our zebra expert from zebras rs to uh weigh in on this
2: (laughs) yeah this is ridiculous i mean it's like the, the people can come right up next to them so it's not like they're they painted them but they're off in the distance. This donkey clearly is domesticated. It's <laughs> looking and for poop. And apparently
0: they used paint that smears in the rain or weather. Just The face I, was all smeared. I don't know. How often do you have to repaint? Is it like a once a week thing?
2: Well, they're not going to tell us because they're not going <laughs> to own up to it. So.
0: <laughs> that donkey's up back uh, pulling a cart in the street again. Uh, yeah. It was probably better so off the zoo. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> the one in the background picture looks pretty skinny. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to uh, to point that out. And just thought it was entertaining and, and uh, good for a Monday morning. So let's see. Jimmy's here. Tell us what's on today's show. Good morning, Jimmy
4: good morning on today's show guest danny warrington at with land safe discusses his determination to help reduce the risk of catastrophic injuries by teaching writers how to fall we'll chat with field a ma- field event manager for the Mongol derby eric cooper and we talk Tavis and bring you equestrian first world problem
0: thank you very much Jemmy and jamie's up first
2: Okay, it's time. That's right. American Pharaoh uh, had a sister. American Pharaoh is out of a mare called Little Princess Mama, and Little Princess Mama was bred two years after American Pharaoh to a horse you might have heard of named Tappet. So people are expecting big things from a Tappet Little Princess Mama, and they were not disappointed over the weekend when she won her first ever race a seven furlong race at i believe del mar let's hear just the end of it
0: and bound and mike smith now as chasing yesterday to run and she does so willingly and chasing yesterday now puts away honey from the south and will win this one very easily chasing yesterday never really looked like losing wins at about four in the end honey from the south second
2: culver was third scarlet finished fourth the Delmar debutante stakes of seven furlong rates that she ran in and won apparently very easily. So be looking for big things from uh, from chasing yesterday. Also, if you guys didn't. Well, wait see a minute, the Haskell, wait a minute, wait a
0: minute. You passed right over that the jockey was Mike Smith. I noticed that you passed that right over. Just
2: I, I that just went in and that. out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's only because Victor's hurt. How much okay? do you
0: think Mike Smith's worth now, by the way? It's got to be ten million dollars, doesn't it?
2: I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Listen, I was pretty cool with the whole justify thing. I was cool. And now I'm back. Okay. I'm back to being salty and bitter. Um, I, you know, I did mention my dog Zenyatta that fell off the couch like right seconds ago. Right. Okay. There you go. See, <laughs> tying it all together for you. Um, but yeah, so chasing and then, um, good magic won the Haskell over the weekend and Oh, and about, I think it's on August 25th, just for you guys to remember, the Travers Stakes is going to, uh, I think it's August 25th, and that is the race where Wonder Godot, remember Wonder Godot? she's owned by a movie producer, and uh, she is a mare, a filly. And she was named after Wonder Woman Gal Gadot, obviously. So it makes me love her more because Wonder Woman's amazing. Uh, she is running in the Traverse Stakes. And if she wins, she'll become the first Philly to win it since 1915. Wow. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's years. some history there. <laughs> it's a few years. So uh, that that will just I just read that this morning is pretty exciting. So anyway, there you go. She's been pointed at the Traverse Stakes.
0: And I just found from a most reliable zo- source TMZ that oh god uh, <laughs> that My- Mike Smith is worth 10 million dollars just what I said. So there you go. That's very reliable well, I'm mean, sure there's you and anything. If wrong you want to report. get
2: some news, you go to TMZ or the show. So it's like a double whammy.
0: <laughs> well, that's where you get all the quality news right here on Horses in the Morning. Well, my daily winning is kind of a long one. We're going to go over Tevis here, but first I have to give it, my daily winning, to Karen Chatton, host of the endurance episode here on Horses in the Morning. And she competed on Saturday on her horse, Bo, who's a 20-year-old Arab. They finished 25th. She's that, amazing. That means... That's sadder. Okay, Bo only needed 10 miles, get this, to reach a career mileage of 10,000. <laughs> This means that he finished his 10th 100-mile race, and it makes Bo the highest mileage horse to ever compete and complete wow. at Tevis. So we have a 20-year-old that is uh, 10,000 miles finishing. This was her eighth completion at Tevis, so, which is the toughest endurance race in the world. There were 150 starts, 64 completed, 86 pulled for various reasons. Some pulled themselves, some were health, some didn't come down in their vet checks, their heart rate didn't drop far enough. So that was a 42% completion rate, which is a little less than normal, just because it was hot as hell. It was like 107 in the valleys. It was hot. Are you hot. serious? Yes, it Ugh. was hot. It was brutal. Now, they spent a lot of time high up where it was Cooler, it was only like 95, but it was still pretty, pretty brutal out there. Um, by the way, Bo was not the oldest one to run in this race. The oldest horse to run in the race was 27 and a half years old and was Arabian and finished in 13th place. The oldest horse ever to compete at Tevis, named Mercury and owned by Claire Godwin, who's a doctor, doctor, a veterinarian, Dr. Claire Godwin. So that was pretty cool. The winner was Heather Reynolds. She's been on the show a number of times. She's my neighbor here in Florida. She lives right not too far from us, actually.
2: Hey, real quick. Yeah. If if, if that that chick who's a veterinarian. Um, that has a horse that's 27 and a half years old that just completed Tevis in 13th place. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's the vet I want. Yes. I want to go to that vet. (laughs) Yes, I mean, clearly she is doing something right. We need to have her on because I want to know what joint supplements she's using. I want to know how she keeps her, get her on. Let's do it. I had
0: Karen talk about that because Arabs do seem to go longer. And even though, you know, they're doing hard things here, you know, they're doing endurance races. And she said, it's just a breed. They just go forever and they never want to stop. She said, Arabs don't do well in retirement. They just have so much energy. I would,
2: I want to, I still want to talk to her and find out what she does. Now, did the first through seventh finishers were Arabians? Yeah. But what were the eighth and ninth place, ninth place horses? Well,
0: let me go over this. Heather won, Heather Reynolds won. This was her third time winning Tevis. um, And
2: uh, do they get money for it? Like, what's the prize?
0: It's a big belt buckle and a big trophy. No, God, you
2: think venting sucks. For, <laughs> I, I mean, this is a lot harder. <laughs> now, the Reynolds,
0: uh, her husband runs also, Jeremy, and we they've been on the show before. And they're kind of like the couple of endurance. And uh, he was right up there with her for a long time. And then she came out. She won by 15, 16 minutes. So she was way out in front. So there's another interesting story before we get to the one you want to get to. I know you're excited. Hold on. Um, the Blakelys from Oregon captured three of the coveted 10 spots. Uh, Gabriella Blake... Is it Blake? Blakely
2: Blakely it's not that hard Blakely
0: well there's two K's in it that's what confused me Uh, they finished a minute before her husband and their son so we have a husband a wife and a son all finishing in the top 10 that's not too shabby uh, now, uh, the Hagen Cup is always the most fit horse. It's the one that comes back and looks the best. So uh, it's kind of the healthy horse award at the end best of the race. Condition. Best yeah, condition. Best condition, yeah. So whatever you want to call it. And that's been given for the last 50 years, and that went to a Mustang. And that's a, BL, a BLM did. Mustang owned by Mark it. Montgomery. By the way, he owns both of the Mustangs that placed in the top ten.
2: Oh, really? Because the yep. 8th and ninth were both Mustangs.
0: Yep, and he owns both of those Mustangs. We're going to try and get uh, him on, try and get Mark on and talk about that. But yeah, so I mean, it was a very interesting day. It was a lot of fun. We were watching yesterday. We had a watch party, or Saturday, we had a watch party going on in the auditor room, and everybody was checking in all day long. Now, it's kind of hard to sit there and watch all day. It lasts about 24 hours, so it's a, it's a long day. The, you know what's
2: harder than watching it for 24 hours is riding it for 24 <laughs>
0: that's hours. It's true in the 100 degrees. The,
2: like I cross the finish line, I win a million. Wait, no, I get a bubble buckle.
0: I got okay. a sportsman. i am giving the Sportsman of Tevis award to somebody, though. So now this is what happens. Uh, there are, when foreign riders come over, they usually don't bring their own horse. They're riding a catch horse that they can hear. So um, we have Troy Eckerd who was helping this Australian rider who was going to ride in Tevis. And so he was loaning her one of his horses. Well, they had a high-tie accident. You know the high-ties they used to, tie, used to tie them up? The night before mm-hmm. the race, they all camp, oh, yeah. and they were tied up. And his horse was too lame to start the ride after the high-tie accident. So Yes, that does happen to experienced adventurers, too. Um, and he actually gave his horse that his sound horse to her to ride so that she could ride coming all the way from Australia. So she got to ride because he gave up his horse to her, uh, because he, the, her horse was hurt in that accident. So he gets the humanitarian award and the good sportsman award for letting Oh my
2: her gosh, he, she better marry him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she got to ride and, and do her thing yesterday. So that's pretty now, cool.
2: I saw a, a story and, um, this just somebody shared it and I, I'm not familiar with the person but I guess you are. Oh no, Hannah you Bart- are. She's
0: been on our show a couple oh, times. Okay.
2: Hannah Bartnick, yep. okay? Hannah, bless her heart.
0: Well, let me tell you who she is, okay? She's been on her show recently because she went to Mongolia and did a ride across Mongolia for charity, like 600 miles. Remember her? So she did the 600-mile ride, and then she went up with Eric Cooper, who's going to be on later talking about this, and did the northern Mongolia thing where they rode reindeer and spent time with the northern Mongolians up there in reindeer country. So that's who she is.
2: Okay. Bless her heart. Poor Hannah. So she posted this, and I'm just going to read it because it's so awesome. Well, I wanted an adventure, and I sure as hell got one. Tevis chewed me up and spit me out. Within the first few miles, the horse I was riding spooked hard at something and dove to the right straight off the side of a mountain with a long drop to the road below. I bailed off of her to the left to try to stay on higher ground. I thought the mare was going to roll down the side, but somehow she managed to stop herself. I was trying to get my footing, but the shale rocks were crumbling underneath me and rolling down. Before I could get out of the way, the horse was already on top of me scrambling for footing. However, Somehow I miraculously didn't get stepped on and managed to grab her breast collar and pull myself up. We climbed together back up to the top. Somehow we were both seemingly fine, save for some bruises and cuts on me. And I decided to continue on the, the horse is fine. I'm bloody, but we can go. I added that part. Um, we crested Cougar Rock, but when we got to the Red Star, her pulse hung around 70 for longer than I liked, and she didn't seem quite right. After talking to the vet, we pulled her and then treated her. I have often heard that it's not how far you fall, but how high you bounce that counts. Not crossing the finish line doesn't feel like a failure to me. I came out to California not knowing a soul, made tons of friends, found a horse to catch ride. How how are so many people catch riding Tevis horses? <laughs> I know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I know. Good point.
2: It's like nobody's going to be like, you know what? I got an extra four star horse sitting around. Credit and Rolex. Why are there so many catch rides going on in Tevis? Um, Anyway, I'm not um, started across the starting line in the dark by myself. I'm so proud of Sarabi for carrying me 28 and a half miles through some of the most beautifully rugged terrain I've ever seen. I learned a lot out here and I'm thankful for the opportunities I've been handed. I can't thank everyone who helped me enough, blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, anyway, yeah.
0: She sliding. did get the ride across Cougar Rock, by the way. That's are all the pictures yeah. you see of the horses going straight up the mountain. She got Is the Is that the Cougar one Rock.
2: where it shows the girl like the horse saying yes, no. yes,
0: yes, and the girl carrying the horse over? There's a meme that's going there, floating around, a little Photoshop there. Yeah, red, but she's
2: like it's <laughs> something about a red mare. She's yeah, my red mare who like <laughs> yeah. w- stop wouldn't go. She's like, no, I'm not doing that. And so the girl had to get off and like pull her basically all the way up the mountain.
0: Yes. That was, uh, and apparently a lot of people do end up walking up that because there's just some horses that are saying, no, thanks, but she got to do it. So that was quite, that's kind of the thing that everybody wants to do. You know, that's the, that's the photo shot. That's the photo you want for your wall. And Karen has a bunch of new photos for her wall. So, uh, I saw those. She did post the cougar rock shots uh, on her, on her page. Yeah. Yeah. So Hannah's a tough chick. (laughs) She's. She's tough. I mean,
2: you get. You're like, mm, I just slid halfway down a mountain in loose shale with a horse scrambling on top of me. You know what? I'm okay. <laughs> Shake it off. Be and, all right. And the sides of these mountains,
0: the the path on some of these is a foot wide, and then it's a drop a thousand feet. And and on those, you know what that loose shale like. You can't get footing. You, you it just slides out from underneath you. The fact that the horse was able to shows you something. Did you see the video of the wild horses climbing across the side of a mountain the other day that was on Facebook? No. A stallion led mares. They had to get around something, and they're on the frickin' side of a mountain. I mean the side of a mountain with very few footholds. And he slowly works his way across the side of the mountain, stepping on what little footholds he can find, and all the mares just followed his path. And I mean, there was nothing to walk on. It was crazy. It looked like the mountain goats, but the stallion led wow. the way and led the mares across. <laughs> I was like, holy crap.
2: That's amazing. I have to see that.
0: That goes before. to show though when you get out of their way, they can get you where you want to go, right? You just have to get out of their way and let them Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like the donkeys going down the Grand Canyon. That's why you had such a hard time. You were trying to tell Don't them what to do. Don't touch
2: their face. Leave them alone. <laughs> I've learned that with um trail riding, just taking Thor out. That if you I mean, we've been to some like rocky places in the desert and we've trailered over, and yeah, if you mess with him you you're messing him messing him up you know you just gotta like let go and it'll be fine well and he finds his own way
0: uh there were many auditors i don't know how much you were in the auditor room over the weekend that thought zeus would be excellent at endurance riding in tevis
2: oh my gosh yes he would would he would be amazing however i would not so does anybody <laughs> want to catch ride, zeus <laughs> why I'm don't totally you think you would be good at endurance Do you really want me to tell you? We did. I mean, let me tell you, I think it's amazing and incredible, but I think my brain would get bored. Oh, I don't think on the sides of mountains,
0: your brain would get bored. I think you might have trouble with some of the sides (laughs) of the mountains, but I don't think your brain would get bored.
2: I don't know. I I mean, not everything is Tevis. Not every endurance ride is Tevis. Yeah. And a lot of them is just a lot of trotting, right? Or cannery, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think I don't think I would. It's not as. Ex- you have to I'm try trying to be careful. Just try a shorter yeah.
0: race sometime.
2: Okay. When well, you move to
0: Oklahoma, they probably have one there.
2: Okay, I'll I'll try it with him one time. I I think he'd be fantastic at it because the horse never stops. He well, doesn't yeah, stop, I which gets him into trouble very often because he doesn't stop. You know what I mean? Like he do, he doesn't say when he's tired, so that's kind of a problem. But anyway, yeah, he'd be good at it. I think my butt would get sore, and I'd be bored.
0: (laughs) I don't think you would. You'll have to try it, and we'll give a report. Um, I'm getting a couple messages here to remind me that we promised an update on baby Zara before and we have a couple minutes here. So why don't we do that? So congratulations to everybody who, all 60-some of you, uh, 64 that completed Tevis, and everybody else who gave it a shot. Uh, Congratulations to all of you. You
2: survived. Just getting like conditioning for that has to be a monumental feat. Yes. Um, That might be the boring part, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Baby Zara is doing great. Um, She.
0: How old is Baby Zara
2: now? So she was born January 12th. So she is a year and a half and she's a monster. She's huge. And she's so sweet and so calm. However, I have to take her to an inspection on September 30th. She was supposed to go to the inspection as a baby, but she got really, really sick last year, remember? And so we had to cancel. And the inspection was about five miles from here, oddly enough, the entire state or Southwest. And it was like, now it's about an hour and a half away. So I have to prepare her for a trailer ride by herself as a year and a half year old who has mowed me over a few times you know (laughs) so what I have to do is and I need to talk to somebody about this because I'm a little confused I have to trot her in the inspection in a triangle shape if anybody knows anything about this please message me I need to talk to you like you have That's to odd. take them on a line, and you're you trot them forward, and then you turn and you trot again, and you turn and trot again, in like the shape of a triangle. And you have to really run and like display their gates. Well, this heifer will jump on top of me if I <laughs> like she's. So I've been trying to train her to lead uh, at the trot. You know, like she'll walk on the lead, she's fine. But when you go to trot. Bang. That's an explosion. You know, you just have... uh, All these horses have to learn sometime. And I guess I just have to prepare and train. I just thought she'd be growing up. No, she actually requires training at this point. (laughs) So... Um, thing, I'll have to get training. A, uh, yeah, yeah that thing where you train them. Um, I'll have to get a video because I do. I go to trot forward, and and I just have the halt halter. There's no not whip or anything. There's nothing behind her, and I'll go to trot forward. She feels the pressure on the dually and she comes forward, and we're trotting together. And all of a sudden, she's like, Wee! <laughs> like Sky. I. It's like seeing pictures of people at the jog up for Rolex. It's like the sideways, up in the air, twisting, kicking, having a blast. Oh, like you need
0: a monty she has, session.
2: She yeah. has no idea why. Oh, that—that's all she's getting with me. But she has no idea why she's running. But she's very exuberant, and she really, really, really appreciates. <laughs> so you're gonna have, have two she endurance
0: horses in the <laughs> in the class.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, exactly. So she's doing really well. You know, she's there's things that. I did Roach her mane because her mane was just out of control. And um, underneath the fly mask, I've realized now her forelock is like one big chunk. So I've got to sort that out. Um, and yeah, so anybody who knows anything about inspections, please let me know. Can I have her mane roached? Or do I have to braid her? Can I just <laughs> shave it off? You know, I don't need it. to hold I know they have that.
0: rules about all that stuff.
2: I'm sure they do, and I'm sure I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) fail miserably. I just want the dang horse to get a brand, okay? That's it.
0: (laughs) Well, let's uh, talk a little bit about Omega Alpha Equine, and then we'll get to our guest who I think is appropriate for you. Um, you, Didn't you say you just fell off a little while ago?
2: No, that was your other friend.
0: Oh, that was another friend. Okay, just
2: checking. But when I do fall, I fall big, so... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, Danny's going to help all of us fall a little better and a little safer.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I was looking for the auditor that asked a question about um, when I bring a horse home. When I bring a horse home that's new to me, new to the facility, new to anything, I put that horse on a supplement from Omega Alpha called Biotic Eight. It is a prebiotic, a probiotic, and a digestive tract formula. What it does, in, in my opinion, is it just it gets the horse back to normal and healthy. And then you can go from there. It has eight different strains of probiotics, which is the good bacteria. You know, probiotics are everywhere. But they also have a prebiotic to promote the growth of that good bacteria. Because to have probiotics, this is the thing. People are buying all these probiotics, but probiotics are like the tree, and prebiotics are the root of the tree. So they actually create the growth of the probiotics. So, Omega Alpha is so far ahead of the game with that stuff. They also have digestive enzymes, uh, uniquely deli- uh, a unique delivery mechanism. Okay. So they take flax. And flax is in there to help aid it in digestion. I don't know how they come up with this stuff, but they do. They've got all the fatty acids. They support the thyroid. It's beneficial for horses that are just poor doers. It's good for colic. It improves digestion, helps horses gain weight. It just normalizes the gut. So if you are interested, it's called Biotic Aid. You can find a a supplier over at OmegaAlphaEcoin.com. It is my Favorite supplement to start a horse on, um, and go check it out. omegaalphaecoin.com.
0: All right, very good. And Danny is
2: ready. All right, fantastic. How well, are you doing? Hey, Danny. How are you?
5: No, I'm good. How are y'all this morning?
2: Good. Well, we are speaking with Danny Warrington from Land Safe, the rider fall safety system. Talk to us about. Well, let's start. Let's start here at the beginning. They do it. They're doing so much safe stuff with the venting, the frangible pins and the jumps that collapse and everything, and all the safety gear we wear is so much safer. However, people are still getting hurt, and you have taken it upon yourself to to try to teach riders how to protect themselves. Tell us about the LandSafe Rider Fall Safety System.
5: So we've taken a, a a basic gymnastics program and combined it with a simulator. Um, and so teaching people how to impact the ground. So when you look at what gymnastics does to their athletes and teaching them to roll before they get onto the balance beam, before they start their tumbling processes, before they start all that basic stuff, they know how to basically roll. Um, and it's not, it's not hard. It's not physical, but it is something that is a skill that, that you need to know, um, you need to know how to protect yourself in a fall when you impact the ground. Um, it's, we're not saying it's not going to hurt. It's just going to help, right? And so what we're – our big concern is people with direct impact to the head and to the neck, which is our, our biggest thing, right? When you say people get hurt, that's what we're concerned about. So if you have no strategy for when you're flying through the air – and you're in a panic mode instead of a thought process, then you're less likely to do the right thing. And with human instinct, human instinct is to hold on, right? So Mm -hmm. I would say like we hold on to bad stocks, right? We hold on to bad relationships. Sometimes we hold on to bad (laughs) horses, bad investments, right? We like to hold on to things. And sometimes we have to switch out of that and go into protective mode, right? Sometimes we have to sell that stock, leave that relationship, move on to a different horse, whatever that is. And this is the same thing. Our human instinct is to hold on. And we're teaching you how to get rid of how to help get rid of that instinct and to try to have a preparation. So
2: basically, you're teaching people that they need to break up with their boyfriends is what I'm hearing.
5: Similar. Yeah, yeah. Or or maybe move on from that horse that's not really working out for you. (laughs) Yeah,
2: gotcha. Um, Okay, so Glenn, I know what you're talking about when you're talking about the fall because I was describing a fall that I took. uh, It was years and years ago, but probably one of my worst ones where I didn't want the horse to get loose. So I held on to the reins. And as I went in front of the horse, I was like, I got to hold on to the reins. And it then pushed me underneath the horse's feet. And then I got trampled in the meantime. And I always thought if I just would have let go, let go of the reins, let go of control. And so that's what you guys are talking about a little bit too. And, and I believe it's a little bit of a tuck and roll type thing too. Right.
5: So, So you, so this is like my thing sort of talk. The word tuck and roll to me is a little bit like outside rain. If you don't know what outside rain is, you don't know what tuck and roll is, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) you can say outside rain, all you want. You can say tuck and roll all you want, but if you bring your arms into your chest and that's your idea of a tuck, you are, you're, you're wrong, right? If you're holding the horse in counter bend using the outside rain, that's not correct use of the outside ring, right? So just to throw, oh, it's just tuck and roll. Okay, so then show me how you do that. And you will be blown away by how many people can't roll when they start. And by the end of our program, they're doing dive rolls over height. In other words, they're running at a mat, jumping up in the air, and landing in a rolling sequence and getting to their feet.
0: Well, that's something right? that's and muscle people, memory, right, Danny? Because you're not going to learn this by not practicing it.
5: You're, you're, not, you're not. Let me put it to you this way. I have a picture that we use in our, in our slideshow that we, we go around doing lectures and seminars and all that kind of stuff. I have a picture of a horse hanging two front legs at a log, and he is about to go into, like, a, a rotation. What if your education stops at that moment? Um, you get You're hurt. Toast. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> you
0: get a cast. Right? So
5: we know how to we know how to get we know how to get to the fence. We know how to get over the fence. We know how to how to gallop away from the fence, right? But we don't yeah. know what to do in that moment of what I call "oh crap." Well, I don't call yeah. it that, but because we're on the radio, I'm going to call it "oh crap." <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> so, so in that "oh crap" moment that you feel gravity start to take over. Now, what are you going to do? Now you have to look for that escape exit, right? How do we, how do we start to think about protecting ourselves? Because the horse is going to fall. We're going to fall. How are we going to best deal with that? And like for you hanging onto those reins at some point, you knew you were in serious trouble, correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: Yeah. So why didn't you push off of his neck and tuck your chin and roll away from him instead of getting drug underneath of him?
2: I sure wish I would have
5: known. <laughs> sure wish I would have done that. <laughs> did anyone has anyone ever told you to do that? No, no, for sure not. Well, so and then know, how would you know? And uh, Danny, I how, think how, it's... no. Here is the question: Yeah, how would you know? I, right,
2: you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's what you are doing. You are teaching people how to do it.
5: <laughs> so yeah, but so we're giving you that 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 piece of the puzzle that nobody wants to talk about right? That piece of the puzzle or that piece of writing that we want to ignore and brush under the carpet, right? So we, we, we don't, we're not going to talk about falling off, and we're not going to address it because it doesn't happen. So then why So then why do we have all these articles and all this safety year and all these things?
0: Well, now, the, right. I do have a question. So it actually starts, the first piece of that puzzle is knowing when to bail. So do you talk about that? Is there anything you can talk about um, there? Because so
5: it's not, so it's, so you're very so you you skate a thin line there, right? So we're not teaching people to bail. There's a moment in time. So I don't know if you can stand up at, at and, and I'd love to. I'm standing right chair. now, actually. But yep. if you stand, if, if you stand up, right, keep your hands at your side and keep your keep your hips straight and just just start to lean forward. And you tell me when you have to take a step. Okay. Yep. Yep. There you go. That's the moment. Yeah? Yeah. So now you have to now you have to react. So that's not bailing, that's reacting to gravity taking over. Mm-hmm. Does that Absolutely. make sense? Yeah, so but that what takes are, what are
0: we that takes some valuable seconds for your mind to process, right? And in the moment
5: two hundred and
0: fifty so two hundred
5: and fifty milliseconds is human reaction time. The average wow. fall time is seven hundred and fifty milliseconds. So, so that's five hundred milliseconds to play that's five hundred milliseconds to play with. Now, talk about <laughs> talk about milliseconds. A baseball leaves the pitcher, it gets to the catcher in about five hundred milliseconds. That means that the, the, the batter has enough time to look at that ball, watch that ball, and decide whether or not to swing. All you have to do is get your chin to your chest and get your hands up.
0: This <laughs> makes it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> how till, right? So, <clears throat> yeah. So,
0: ahead. in your session, how long does it take? How many times does it take for somebody to for it be, to become muscle memory? For it to become okay, I'm confident that I can do this.
5: So the 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 first the first day, we literally start you in stretching and and body shaping exercises, and then we move on to Rolling, And we start with you, like, literally on all fours, walk up and push into a roll, okay? Within within the first session, which is the first gymnastic session, which is two hours, by the end of that, you're running at a bag doing a roll. So we can take somebody that hasn't ever rolled before and have them running at a, at a, at a mat and rolling on it. By the end of the second day, which is another two hour gymnastic session, they're they're jumping off trampolines, they're landing, they're rolling, they're shoulder rolling, they're they're landing, spinning, they're rolling backward. You know, all kinds of things are happening because they're they're in control of their body, right? They're aware of, of what that is and, and, and where to put that part. Um and and so what we've found is you keep sort of saying, Well, how do we know, how do we know, how do we know? We keep getting we keep getting emails. Not and they're they're not they're not often because you guys don't fall off a lot like jump jockeys do right like we as jump jockeys fall one in sixteen times so we fall a lot we're your pleasure riders your event riders you don't you don't fall every every day or every week you you fall randomly so the emails come through and they, the the surprise answer is I found myself on the ground in a ball rolling away from my horse
0: so it worked so oh. they they just did it without <laughs> even thinking about it
5: yeah they. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because your brain learns things, right? Like when you first learn how to, how to crawl or how to walk or whatever that is, that's all you can do. Do you think about walking anymore?
0: Nope.
5: Right. You don't think about walking. You can walk and talk and chew gum and talk on the phone and drive the car and text. Well, wait, don't do that. Right. And so you start to be able to process all these things faster and faster and faster. If you can't, Somebody once asked me about that. We get asked a lot about air vests and I'm not going to get on an air vest ticket. I'm not going to promote them. But what I'm going to tell you is one of the rumors out there is that an air vest stops you from rolling or being able to roll. Now that's not true. It accelerates the roll and it helps you roll. If you don't know how to roll, an air vest isn't going to all of a sudden make you uh, a gymnast. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So. So you can't blame the vest for a skill that you didn't have. You can't blame equipment for a skill you didn't have. And then you can't go and have a fall and and not know how to roll and not know how to protect yourself and say, well, I couldn't do anything. You're exactly right. You couldn't do anything. Do you know why? Because you didn't have the skill set.
0: Well, practicing falling off is not something that we really think we want to do in the first place.
5: Right. But, but do you want to, do you, do you want to be more athletic?
0: Well, yeah. And you know, so many of us, this, this line of questioning
2: is going a little crazy. So here's the deal. (laughs) You guys teach people how to fall off and it is a fantastic skill to learn. It is very gymnastics. We've heard a lot of great things about your clinics. You guys go around and do the clinics. Where can people find out more?
5: So our website is is www.landsafequestrian.com. Okay. Um Facebook Facebook is landsafe reducing rider risk. Um we our next big thing is we're headed up our big public thing is we're headed up to the Equine Affair in Massachusetts in November. Awesome. Um, we've also signed on Otterbein University. Um, they've actually decided to make the program mandatory for all their riders. Um, so we are you know, we're sort of going in 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 this forward direction with education and doing a study and kind of proving the theory and all of that kind of stuff as well.
2: Cool. Well, as an inventor, I, I've seen a lot of people. I've seen this. I've seen it on the video. It is really cool. You guys go check it out. LandSafe Rider Fall Safety System. If you can get a clinic in your area, go do it because I think it's it would really help you. It's great muscle memory and. Uh, Danny, thank you so much for coming on again and talking to us about it. Good thank you, luck. Danny.
5: Yeah. Thanks for having us. You guys enjoy your day.
2: Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye.
0: Okay. So go practice that today.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, <laughs> I am, I'm going you know what, I need work on my forward rolls anyway, because I hit an age, Glenn, where like you go to do a forward roll and you like, put your head and then you just, I, like,
0: I was thinking the same thing. It. I was actually kind of thinking if I did the forward roll correctly, I would still hurt myself at this age. <laughs> <laughs> I would still be breaking something. Not I gonna
2: know, go I know. Well, well he was talking about you falling off and I'm like, he doesn't even ride. So let's yeah, but I'll tell this. you
0: what, there's nothing scarier than when a cart accident, ugh. And I don't know how you practice that. How do you practice that? You can't bail out. I mean, you do... Why would you you
4: do it? It's crazy.
0: (laughs) But I will say this. One of the things he said was interesting uh, because of the practice thing. Remember when I first told you that Scooter bolted and it was on the road and he went across into the other lane of traffic and took me through yards and I was scared to death. Because he did it so much, he doesn't do it so much anymore, but because he did it so much, I did kind of get used to... I th- I was able to think while he was doing it which I was not doing the first couple times. So what what I related to what he said with the carriage in that when he was bolting then I could think about it and I could react to it the proper way instead of just sheer panic. Um so it does it does help over time if you have practice right but it's what like-
2: I got out of this is as a rider I could be a professional baseball player because I have quick reaction time and I could hit a. I That's could hit a not at all what I got fastball. out of it.
0: But if you want to go there, be my <laughs>
2: guest.
0: <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, professional baseball players have a ton of time. Nothing happens for five oh hours. God, Shut up. <laughs> ton of time to stand yeah. around and wait and think about things, and then baseball maybe they a hit a ball of- to you, and you run out and catch it, and
2: the game of and interest, wait and some Play a song for you, you, mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know you. <laughs>
1: I want to walk with you I want to talk with you I want to see the world through your eyes I want to stay with you I want to play with you hear the rain fall down from your skies don't be afraid to show me what you made of i'm not afraid of the truth What you think they mean I want to feel what makes your heart beat If you take a stand That I don't understand It's okay if it's confusing to me Uncomplicated is so overrated Love is not just something you do with you i want to see the world through you.
0: Well that's Raquel Renner and that is song is I want to know you of course and you can find all of her music at raquelrenner.com. Well now that have you been keep, keeping caught up on America's Got Talent by the way
2: yes i have yeah i seriously what is wrong with me that older lady from the trailer park gets through and she's a comedian and i'm bawling like a baby why does that make me cry what is wrong with you i don't know
0: why you're crying at that she
2: was so i can't watch people on tv cry (laughs) it makes me cry
0: well let's uh let's do this uh Why by the did way you
2: ask me why'd you ask me if i was up to date i was
0: just uh listening, thinking about raquel renner singing and it was that uh, we we just uh, i'm just getting caught up in the last one we're one behind we're, we're catching up. oh
2: we gotta catch up part. before the
0: live shows because that you have to be caught up for the live shows so we're getting caught up now there's actually some fun ones this year some different stuff this year uh the um, Chad,
2: by the way hates that i watch it he's like i don't understand there's like the voice which you're addicted to, and then the voice ends, and then this crap starts. You're like, there's <laughs> no break for me.
0: <laughs> you could be watch, watching Big Brother with Jemmy.
2: I could be watching Vanderpump Rules. That's you right. Know? Like, you could I am. Be. A, I was on the show, so I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't there for that, were you? No, I talked about that. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! Ah, so we were at the bar, in... in. California at the Maverick Saloon and all of a sudden these cameras show up and they're fixing the lighting and we're just sitting outside and then all these girls like pull up in this van and then they get out and then they have to get back in the van and then they get out again and they get back in the van they get out and the, and we're just sitting on the patio going what is going on and then all these cameras are in on the dance floor and turns out they're filming an episode of vanderpump rules
0: which i have which no I, idea what that even is but
2: oh yeah i didn't either and so i googled <laughs> it and vanderpump rules is a show about a girl that was on, a lady that was on Real Housewives. But she's got this great business instinct. So she starts this restaurant where the girls are, you know, sassy and beautiful and naughty. And they are the waitresses. And they, and and it's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my <laughs> entire life. And it's a show. And it was a bunch of dumb girls getting out of the car, like filming. Let me tell you something. And this is what I, I got out of it. They had to do three takes of getting out of the car. Well, they, I don't think they're real. They're not reality well, shows.
0: <laughs> well, they filmed me for a half an hour making coffee one morning for the for the messengers movie. So I kind of get it. They they really are picky about that's coming not it a reality over. show oh, that's though. That's true. Glenn. That's true. This is that's supposed a to document. be document. Yeah, and I they didn't. They never tell them what to say. You know, never. No. no.
2: And it was weird how everybody was like, oh, my God, here they come. I'm like, they're freaking waitresses. <laughs> like, ah, uh, savvy business sense of Gloria Vanderpump, whatever. I don't even know what her name is. It was really stupid. Anyway, I, um, I think I was in the show. I didn't sign anything, so my face would be blurred. But what I got out of that is that I'm still not going to watch it. <laughs>
0: Jimmy, please tell us you don't watch
4: it. Please tell me. Jimmy. I think you already know the answer to that, Glenn. Come on, Give me oh my God, credit. you watch it. Okay, you watch
0: it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, no.
0: Okay. Good. <laughs> good. All right, here we go. First world problems. You ready?
2: Ready.
1: First world problems. First
2: world problems. First world problems. Well, I ask for you guys to please let me know what horrible. Horrible things happened to you this week that are going to make us very sad. And a lot of you um, were helpful. Uh, had a lot of bad stuff happen happening this week. I'm so sorry. Um, let me just tell you, if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. There's just no going around that. So Katie starts out. Um, this is not going to be as organized because my computer's broken. So I've got it like on the side here. So just stick with me. Katie says, while trail riding on Friday, I decided to let my horse walk into a pond to cool off a little bit. <sighs> he took the cool off a little too seriously and then dropped on and rolled with my custom <laughs> western saddle still on, and I had to ride the last two hours of her trail ride with wet jeans, boots, and a saddle. God it's always a risk. <laughs> world problem. It's oh my God, why it's I don't so take Scooter having-
0: with the cart into water because <laughs> nothing good is going to happen.
2: Nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, Haley says that basically she had two shows in a row and they were only separated by one day. And so basically I was hung over for two weeks straight and then I had to pay someone to ride my horse and now I'm exhausted and broke. <laughs> sharon went she's went to alaska and she's like alaska was seriously beautiful and majestic and we saw lots of animals and phenomenal scenery but i only got to go on one trail ride (laughs) um poor thing Alaska. Yeah. joy (laughs) i really really want to sell my western saddle but i don't want to take all those pictures and like make a post it took you more time to type that than would taking you to type a post for your saddle for sale. By the way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, TJ, oh, uh, you poor thing. I can't use my pony cart, but my husband because my husband is like reupholstering it in a color I like better. God, such a problem. Hurry up fi- finishing fixing my things. <laughs> it's like in my house this is what Lucas always tells everybody he goes mommy breaks stuff and daddy fixes it (laughs) (laughs) yup um Brenna says that she's really sad because she just bought a brand new total saddle fifth girth and now their trail girth came out god now she wants that one (laughs) um Lisa I bought my saddles and bridles all the way to the house tonight to clean them But then I got on Netflix and didn't do it. Now I have to drag it all back out to the truck this morning just so I can ride.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Orange is the New Black's new season is out. So I give her a pass on
2: that one. Is that true? It is, is yeah. True?
0: It's out. Mm-hmm. You haven't watched it yet. What's wrong with you? Chop chop!
2: <gasps> oh my gosh, it ended. Like, I still remember the ending of the last season. Okay.
0: Well, I watched the I watched the final episode and uh, to re- to remember, and I've forgotten everything that How happened in that riot. Amazing,
2: thing. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Lucas starts school tomorrow. He goes to his what they call Kinder Cry and Buy. He's starting kindergarten. Yeah, they start like August 1st here in Arizona. So stupid. But tomorrow is they call it cry and buy. And he's like, Cry and buy? I'm not gonna cry. I'm excited. And I was like, Yeah. And one of the moms goes, it's not for him. Apparently, all the moms drop off their kids for kindergarten and cry. I'm gonna be like, "Peace out!" I'm going to watch Orange is the New Black. <laughs> hey, Jimmy,
0: don't you watch Orange is the New Black too? Are, are are you caught up? Don't you watch it?
4: Ah, uh, yeah, the new, new season just dropped. I gotta gotta jump in. On
0: well, let me, we should do uh, we should do a segment because all three of us watch it on. We just watch one episode a week, and we should do a segment and then screw everybody else who doesn't because.
2: You can't spoil. I, I just I don't okay, know. what's First gonna of all, happen. don't say anything.
4: <laughs> yeah. Or plus, Orange is 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 a new black. It's it's built to be binged. Do you expect me to watch one episode a week? Are you, you can't. insane?
0: You can't. As matter I of fact, dive, once
4: I dive in, it's all over, baby. The other night, I told, I told
0: I told Jennifer I was watching it the other night, and she said, "I'll see you tomorrow morning." she <laughs> 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 You can't do one. Basically. I
2: cannot wait to tell Chad. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I've got through all of the America's Got Talent and the voice is over. And now OITMB is on. And he's going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, OITMB. (laughs) Or just in your bag. Hello. 13 hours in prison with the ladies. He watched (laughs) the first season with me. And he's like, this makes me like women so much less. (laughs) It is kind of of eye opening. (laughs) He he's still shocked. He's like, Glenn watches this. Really, dude, he's hooked. Oh, would yeah. You get it you
0: makes, know, it took it me a while. Sense. I started that. I started that series four or five times watching the first episode. And finally, I got through the first episode and I got the second third and then that was it. I was done.
4: They're there topless girls in it, Jamie. Why yeah. is anyone surprised? Every
0: episode, watches? there's a shower scene. Why wouldn't I watch it?
4: Glenn,
2: these are not playboy no,
0: models. No, they're really not the playboy scene. models. No, they're not. You're absolutely
2: oh right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I get gross. Like, I watch it. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to prison.
4: Oh. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, that's the one reason. I don't I'm not going to
0: shower with those women. Uh, oh. <laughs> we are so off the track. All right. Oh, four first-word okay. problems. Equestrian ones. Um,
2: so I think I'm going to end. Can we, can we just segment. say before
0: you go on that being in prison is probably a real world problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, you know what? Don't go to prison kids. It's bad. <laughs> it's
0: bad. Real
2: world. <laughs> okay. <problem. laughs> the final first world problem. Cause we've run out of time. We have to get our next guest on. It comes from your wife, your wife really? submitted an equestrian oh, first that world concerns problem. Me. And I know you haven't seen it and it's going to cost you money. Okay. Jen says, I have to buy all new bridal racks because I need one more of the ones I have. And they don't make the ones that match the ones I have now. Ugh.
0: <laughs> okay. Let me just say that nothing in our house matches.
2: Nothing. I was in the barn though everything has to match I was thinking I was like does she board horses does she teach lessons no. does anybody else no. go in that tack room besides no. your A-type ass no. wife
0: and as I said nothing else on this farm matches I don't know why the bridle racks would have to match
2: <laughs> well it's gonna cost you money <laughs> I don't have any
0: idea all right, let's get our next guests on. Uh, of course, <laughs> we have Leslie. By the way, do any... You know how when you watch these house shows that we're totally off track let today.
2: me Let me stop you real quick yeah. because I just read the comments of people underneath your wife's Facebook yeah. post of First World Problems and she has to buy all new Broadway because they don't match. Well, Nana says, well, then you have absolutely no choice. <laughs> Gotta buy them all. Kimberly Kimberly says, makes sense to me. Yeah, it's true. I guess you're going to have to buy all new saddle racks. Jen, you have the green light. Go for it. Even though nobody sees it but you, it's got to make you happy. Carry on.
0: Is there any horse person in the world, you see all these house shows and HGTV and stuff where everybody has a theme and they have their rooms all decorated to a certain era and all of that. Is there any horse person in the world that doesn't just have a junk piled everywhere in the house and there's no rhyme or reason to it?
2: yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, what I've realized is that, like I'm in my office, and this is my office, this is where I do my show on horses, and it literally looks like a twelve year old girl decorated the walls and a homeless person lives on the floor.
4: <laughs> there's so
2: much this is uh, there's four dogs in here with me at all times. There's dog hair, the carpet used to be white, my vacuum broke, so I have an excuse. So I just kind of scrape it with my foot and get the hair up, you know, and then I've got like dog beds. <laughs> All right. over the floor. So and there's the, a theme. <laughs> so there's a picture of Thor. There's a picture of Braves baseball. There's a picture of Seattle Slough. There's a picture of a Down. There's a picture of Secretariat. And there's a picture of I drew of my horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, I am sure. Leslie, of course, from Horse Nation. Oh, I Event Nation,
2: all over the shelf. I
0: here. am sure your house is decorated to a certain theme and everything matchy-matchy, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how many are you do you have an office that you work from your own office i don't i just bounce around
3: uh i like to bounce around yeah
2: okay i just want
3: to work in bed sometimes beds the office sometimes i work on my porch
2: like i because my husband is a he's, he's you know a retired fighter pilot so he has all of this fighter pilot stuff like awards and pictures and lithograph all this crap and i'm we have it stacked in the other room yet all the pictures in my house are of horses so i wanted to know uh, did, is your decor in your home more horsey themed or whatever your husband's into
3: <laughs>
2: um
3: i don't know it's pretty like we live in a very very small house so it's pretty um I don't know. There's not a, there's, I would say there's not a whole lot of decor.
0: (laughs) Okay. My point is. He hasn't moved in. Live in a refrigerator box. (laughs) That's right. They (laughs) live in a tiny house before they were popular. Yeah. 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 Now you're in, now you're one of the in kids.
3: Man, I was looking for a – I was uh, on Craigslist looking around. I was like, man, you know, I'd like to live a tiny house. Maybe not – doesn't work for for Tommy He's because he's, like, 6'3". But I was like, <laughs> I want a tiny house. Or just, like, put a tiny house in the backyard. They can just, like, be my hangout. Um,
2: called a shoe but uh, they're really expensive.
0: Yeah, they are. They're not cheap. They not
2: cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap.
0: They're not cheap, and know, they're tiny.
2: I have a suggestion for you. Just buy a Living Quarters trailer. Then yeah. you the horses with you in your tiny home. Yeah. That's
3: true. That's true. It's a tiny home for for us all.
2: Yeah, that's
3: right. That's right. You get tired of that in about ten minutes. Um,
0: so, so what we have a guest today, uh, Leslie, and uh, why don't you want to introduce Eric? Why get him on here?
3: Yeah, yeah. Eric, does he even need any introduction? Um, he is a legend of the of the Mongol Derby. Um, I believe he's coming to us live from um, a, what he describes as a lovely Soviet prison dream hotel um, <laughs> in Ulaanbaatar, I believe. And um, so because the derby start, gets going later this week, I believe they start training, um, their pre-race training on um saturday august 5th and um so they do that new and batar and then they move out to the step and do some um training with the the horses out there and then they uh then they hit it uh, on uh, i think the the start gun is um august 8th
0: and we have eric cooper on who's the field event manager and art was all of that she just said true eric yep it's
6: all true how are you guys doing
0: good thanks for joining us so you're in mongolia getting ready yep we're getting ready i think all the riders started arriving
6: uh yesterday and then all the international crews starting to arrive now so yeah it's, it's starting to heat up over here in mongolia
0: what do you do to get ready? So, how, how, in preparation for this, obviously you've got to line up all the horses, you got to figure out the course, you got to do all of that. Is that all done a month ahead of time? Do you guys go out and do the whole track? How's it all work to get ready for it?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, um, Katie's really the uh, mastermind. Katie and Chakra behind all that. Um, but yeah, earlier in the summer we send out a vet, a vet, in a kind of a. I guess you call Luis Crosby a horse wrangler, um, and they select over 1,300 horses to take part in the Mongol Derby. And then earlier in the spring, uh, Shachar and Katie will go out and select the families that will participate in the horse race. So everything will be explained to them um, how the race is going on, what types of horses, what our needs are, and make sure the families up for the task and can rally all their relatives kind of like pitch in.
3: So, what do you? What is going to be your role this year, Eric? Are you um, the uh, blood wagon? Um, uh, what do we call the step Uber, step Uber uh, driver <laughs> this year, or or what? What are you going to be doing over there? Hey, with the epic bar I had last year. Right? <laughs> you <know>? That's right. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
3: We're bougie
6: people. <laughs> <laughs> no, this year, um, Luis Crosby's actually going to take on the Blood Wagon, and I'm going to be up front um, setting up the horse stations. So basically, I'll be a part of kind of the shit show for the first two days, and mm-hmm. then I'll blast ahead and make sure that all the families are in the right place and um, make sure everything's on point, everyone's looking mm-hmm. on point. Um, yeah. And that's going to be my role this year, so I'm excited. I like to work more with the families, so um, yeah, making sure they know what's, what, what's going on and that we can catch the horses, you know?
3: Yeah. Right. Always <laughs> <laughs> a oh, like, question mark. <laughs> but I'm kind of like that Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll never forget like last year, I guess it was horse station five <laughs> and I got to horse station four and they're like, there is no horse station five horse station five blew away. And I'm like, oh, like it might be horse station number five might exist by the time you get there,
2: but it, not, it might not. So,
0: <laughs> so don't lose your current horse because you may not yeah. get another one.
2: <laughs> no, this is maybe a good time uh, since Eric is already over there. Eric, have they located at all Leslie's horse and pack yet? It's been no, a year.
6: I think it just went off to China or something.
0: Oh, my gosh. Hey, Erica, <laughs> get a little closer to your how mic if you can. To- You're a little quiet.
6: Uh, okay, sorry. Um, Leslie, wait. How many times do we lose our horse? <laughs> <laughs> which
2: horse
6: are we talking about?
2: Which one? Which one? Oh, my <laughs> God. This is like I'm like I'm talking to two people that know inside jokes that I don't know.
3: Oh. <laughs> what happens on the step, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so
3: Erica. Oh, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Now it's my turn. So, Eric, uh, what can you tell us about Leslie from last year that we didn't hear about? What's the little secret nobody heard about?
6: No, I think you pretty much heard everything. That brings up a great point. Um, You know, it is a race, but I I think um, Leslie was a great example of the adventure of the Mongol Derby. It's like, you know, a lot of people are uber competitive, as Leslie is as well. Um, But what a story she's got after her derby. And that's what I tell everybody. Like, I hope you all show at least one where you want to give up and you want to throw in the towel because it's an adventure foremost. And you know, that's what it's about. You want to come back with some stories to tell. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to have as many stories as Leslie, but um, (laughs) they should try.
3: Yeah, I have this. I have this great idea um, for for the adventurous, um, which put on the race, and that's to do a Mongol Derby um, quarter quill, like they do in the Hunger Games, um, every twenty five <laughs> years. But instead of having all of the winners come back, they have the bittos. like starting yeah. with me and Eric. Yep, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be, I mean, I was like, that would be gold, entertainment So it's like wise.
2: like on Survivor, when they bring back all the biggest personalities, yes. you know, and they do what? Just whole episode. Just turn them loose. What yes. What happens? <laughs> hey, Eric, you just
0: spent some time in the north of Mongolia, too, and we were just talking about Hannah, who uh, who had quite an adventure at Tevis, and she was just up there with you. Tell us about when you take your trips up to the north with the reindeer people. I don't know what they're called. They have an official name. Uh,
6: the Tatan tribe. So, yeah, they're one of the only tribes on the planet that ride reindeer, um, and they live on the Mongol and Russian border. So I lead expeditions to them every summer. Um, Hannah is one of the riders that came. We've been friends on Facebook for a while, but she's pretty feral and fun. Um, and she came with a, with a pretty badass group of people. And um, what I've started to do is basically, I don't know if you want to call it aid trips or what, but they're my close friends, so I'm trying to take care of them. This is my, I think, fifth summer going up there. Um, so we use horses to reach them. And, uh, it's, you know, it's a pretty intense track. I don't know if you saw the video that I put together on Facebook. We had a blizzard last year. Um, in the middle of the summer so that was fun um but yeah what we're doing up there is you know riding reindeer having fun with my friends but um also i started bringing vet aid up there um an endurance vet named tracy uh kelly came on my second trip and uh she did some minor reindeer surgeries brought some vet product up and then i didn't even realize that they actually have access to a vet in their zoom but um, he was giving them the wrong information on what to use for the reindeer. So uh, just education, things like that. And I partnered with Leatherman Tools to bring tools up to the tribe. Um, this solar company called BioLite. Um, right now the government provides solar technology for them, but it relies on a car battery, so it's pretty toxic. Um, so BioLite jumped on board and is helping my families out up there. Um, and then, yeah, so that's what we pretty much do. And then I write about it for the deer junkie. So I'll be putting a big article together up there.
0: I saw some of the pictures for that Hannah posted that you posted. The terrain up there is just, I mean, it's incredible, but it looks tough.
6: Yeah, it's really tough. The horses we use are pretty badass. Um, So you'll see in Mongolia, there's a difference between the horses in the north and the ones that we use for the derby. Um, The ethnic group that I am buddies with and work with is called the Darkhead People. And their horses are pretty robust, like essentially mountain ponies. Um, and we use those guys to cross some pretty crazy stuff. It's a little bit of step, um, a lot, a lot, a lot of bogs, so the horses are sinking down into their chest. Um, It's pretty dangerous. We're crossing over, like, glacier slate rock um, and dense forest and um, flooded rivers. Pretty much anything Mongolia has to offer to try to kill you, we got to go through it. So um, the people that come on these adventures are pretty... Um, adventurous. And as you saw by Hannah's Tevis um, situation, she's made of the right stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been sad. She had fallen down the mountain after after surviving your northern trip. Like, <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. So no, it's like she went through that to go back home, uh, huh. get messed up. But yeah, no, so it's a, I have a great time going up there. And, you know, riding a reindeer is pretty much the closest you can get to riding a unicorn. It's pretty epic. Um, but, but, <laughs> You know, it's five years I've been going up there, so they've become my close friends. Even uh, my horse herder boys one year rode their motorbikes two days to get to the Mongol Derby finish line just to hang out with me. And it was pretty special. So um, I'm pretty picky about the people I bring because you don't want to bring, you know, jerks to your friend's house. So
0: what is it like to ride a reindeer?
6: It's like riding a giant caterpillar with antlers. (laughs) (laughs) They're, like, so smooth. They just petter patter over everything. Because you've probably seen the pictures or at least the videos. And the horses just sank in the bogs. And the reindeer, even with, like, a uh, 90-kilo dude on top, just glide across it so effortlessly. So it's just – it's a big difference um, riding well, a horse.
2: It, we did see in Frozen that when, you know – was- Guy Sven was going down the hill, looked really smooth on the on the reindeer. So that, I mean that's my personal experience as Disney movies with reindeer in it. So reindeer, you're a little long. further along. <laughs> yeah. look good to me though. look good.
6: yeah, the biggest thing you learn is you just don't see <laughs> them with, using their antlers. They don't like that. they'll throw you. Out, you uh, yeah.
0: do they use a saddle or do you ride bareback?
6: No, you use a saddle. Some of the <clears throat> some of the people are like, Got sick being up in the north, but hang on, let me like clear my throat. Yep. Give me a little vodka. By the way, <coughs> Leslie,
0: does this make you want to do this or ride reindeer in the north?
2: <laughs> Who are you? I actually? still
3: I, <laughs> everyone.
0: Leslie, I was Leslie.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still not unconvinced that Eric is actually like the real Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 and you get a men and you get a men and you get a Leatherman. Yeah.
0: We were talking about homes earlier, Eric. Do you even have one? I've never seen you at home. Is there a home?
6: Yeah, now I don't. Um, (laughs) I was
0: calling, um, I live in Williamsburg, uh, well, Brooklyn, really.
6: Um, But I travel a lot, so I'm rarely home. But um, now I'm like really kind of nomadic. Um, Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on.
2: I'm trying to get a home. (laughs) I just went to your Facebook page. I knew it, Leslie. I knew he was hot. I was right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what he could just—he tell me the way he talks, he's hot. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I just added you as a friend. He played
0: polo right. in a pre- previous life.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like Eric
3: is a majestic creature. Like you put <laughs> put him up on like like the the horse with the falcon on his shoulder and and a big fur hat and man, like put yeah, it's it's just majestic. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, really we're so embarrassing good. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I,
6: I, the first thing my reindeer family said when I got there was, you gained weight. What's up with this? Belt? <laughs> so I'll
0: <laughs> what do the
6: reindeer people eat? So they used to actually eat their reindeer, but now the government's giving them um, subsidies per reindeer they keep alive. Because I think their biggest challenge is growing the herds. <laughs> Um, so now they'll, they do, they do rely on the reindeer for a lot of milk, dairy. They make reindeer cheese that tastes like a nicely aged Parmesan. That's fucking mm. good. Uh, dumplings, uh, what reindeer milk, tea, noodles, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't agree with your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so I went up there with the belly and I came back with a six pack. So I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when travel, bring his wet wives, people.
3: (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) So we've had uh, Leslie, we have probably had what, eight, eight of the riders on that are heading. And Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we've been following a certain Devin uh, and she's been on the shows a hundred times since in the last year. And of course, she's coming back for round three. So what, what advice would you give them? What advice do you tell them when Leslie showed up? What did you tell her?
6: She didn't listen to anything I said. <laughs>
3: That's right. Did
0: you
6: even know how to turn the GPS on, Leslie? No, I just don't.
3: <laughs> right, I know. It was the, the whole first leg. I was like, how does
6: this thing work again? You <laughs> bolted in
3: the right direction. Uh, bolted in the right direction. <laughs> uh, I
6: think advice wise, like I say, is just uh, be positive. Like, look at Leslie show she had, it, but her humor came through. Um, if it was a person that was easy to be, um negative and to get down on things like they probably would have just dropped out um so my biggest take or advice for people is just number one hang on hang on to your damn horse don't control it let it go if it's trying to move forward move it forward as fast as possible Um, you know a smile to the herders can mean that you might get a damn good horse so make sure you respect them um but yeah, positivity is huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Do do the mm-hmm. herders decide I don't like that person? Do you get this one?
6: I don't know how often it
0: happens, but I sure would. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, picking a horse is kind of a crapshoot. It's kinda of, as you know, right, Leslie, you just kinda of like it. Mm-hmm. This one, this one. Yeah. Just have the, it's like when do you want to go to the gym today or not? Like you have free will, so it's mm-hmm. similar. Most yeah. likely I'm on the couch. But yeah. <laughs>
3: Eric, is there anything you can tell us about like this year's course where it's going to be-ish or what it's going to be like? Any, any uh, wild cards that might get thrown in?
6: Mm, I'm trying to think. Um, I actually haven't been on the course, so I don't really know how to answer that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I can't give you that info.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Have well. to kill us. Well, we're going to be following along. Leslie, as you know, Eric, Leslie's going to help with our coverage uh, this year. We're going to be starting Facebook Lives daily on the 8th, first night. We're going to get together on Facebook Live every night of the race, like we did last year when we were following Leslie, only we get to follow other people this year. And uh, I know some of the families are going to come on, and I know the families have all been advertising it, posting it everywhere. So uh, every night on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page, we're going to have a Facebook Live, and we're going to follow along, and we're going to follow dots, and we're going to see. We'll find out where they're going, Leslie. We'll be following the dots. <laughs> we'll right. be able to get some great commentary so that'll
6: be amazing and um did i hear that ivo is gonna come on
0: ivo's gonna th- come on that's correct and we're working with practical horsemen this year on mm-hmm. providing yeah. this coverage so practical Horseman, uh jocelyn who's riding also who's their editor is also getting some help of some people i guess christoph's gonna come on um So, and her parents are going to come on one night. So, we're going to get the families involved a little bit. We did that last year with Leslie. She didn't know it, but uh, her husband was (laughs) on. And I think what your mother was on one night. And yeah,
3: I remember (laughs) that (laughs) bacon. (laughs) I need that bacon. <laughs> got send you send you some send some uh if you can give me just the address of the finish line uh finish camp that uh, I'll send some bacon out there
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> it'll be there in a year it'll yeah. be there
3: for next year so <laughs> <laughs> there is no address for sure that address does not exist
0: well Eric, yeah. be safe have a good time this year. we'll be following along and uh if you get a chance to drop me some notes uh with some insider information during the derby do that and we'll we'll post it or we'll uh, talk about it that night.
6: Then that bacon, and let's talk.
0: All right, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Thanks, Eric. Do hold, hold on, um, Leslie.
6: All right, guys, great talking to you again, and um, look forward to keeping up with you for after during the race.
0: All right, okay. thanks, Eric. All right. So we're a year out. How how are you feeling? Not to get all serious oh. here, but
3: <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait to follow this year's race for sure. Um, I uh, yeah, from from the comfort of a first world country. <laughs> um, and a glass of wine in my hand <laughs> cannot wait
0: it's going to be a little <laughs> difference doing the coverage and uh not being the one that that's getting talked about yeah
2: <laughs> right <laughs> just, right just I, I, upon listening to that we are going to have to go back and put a swear word warning because i'm pretty sure he dropped the f-bomb once the s word about <laughs> 47 times the d word a few times too so just keep that in mind. If there's children that are planning on listening to the show later on, you may want to nip that one. In <laughs> During that, I was like, go away, go away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I was, I did warn Eric about that, but I don't think he considers the S word a swear word. Um, mm. No, that's. Actually, I think we did pretty well with
3: Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric has a large vocabulary. <laughs>
2: You know what happens in our house if you say a bad word? You get pinched very aggressively by a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant
0: you were pinching the five year old. He's pinching you. I see.
2: Oh, he pinches the heck out of us. He, he he's such a good he like he he knows all the bad words but never says them. He just pinches you when you do. And he, then he goes, You owe me money. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to email you today, Leslie, with uh, an, uh, kind of a list of days that we have to get covered. If you, so if you mm-hmm. could fill that out and send it back to yeah. me. I'm, I'm emailing that to you first, and mm-hmm. then we'll fill in the blanks on, on nights that you can't do it.
2: I hope awesome. you don't like, get thrust into some weird PTSD thing when the race starts. That's why and you I can't. asked that question I asked <laughs> yeah.
0: earlier. I was wondering how she was doing.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'll be fine. I'm excited.
3: Okay.
0: Good. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, and, you know, you always have alcohol now, so we can get you through the night. We'll be fine. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. We'll be good. All right. Well, and we're following Devin, who's going out there. I noticed a lot of, of our auditors in the last week have watched All the Wild Horses. It's on Amazon Prime. Go see it. Uh, go watch it before we do our coverage this year. I think it'll give you an... Don't you think, Leslie? It'll definitely give an appreciation for what it's like over there. Um, one of the comments I noticed... Yeah. This is our auditors. They take after Jamie. One of the comments was oh my god all the guys that ride in the mongol derby are hot that was a whole topic of conversation of how hot the guys are in the mongol derby so now they're all stinky and dirty and gross but they're hot
2: it doesn't matter sometimes that's attractive (laughs) (laughs) Mm,
3: if everyone smells bad then it's fine yeah yeah Yeah, you're all in it together
0: (laughs) well thanks leslie i'm looking forward to uh, spending some evenings with you starting next week
3: yeah. All right, you guys have a great week.
0: All right, thanks, Leslie. Ah. Again, we'll be doing that coverage uh, thanks to our friends over at Practical Horseman. We'll be following Jocelyn from over there as well, and they'll be posting it on all of their pages and promoting it. Uh, so, we'll be we'll be doing all of that in conjunction with them. That's kind of cool. Um that's about it, I guess. That's all we got for today. Perfect. We're done.
2: Perfect. Yeah, sorry I didn't get to more first world problems, but you know what? We it's ran therapy. out of time. Like that's they right. were saying, it's, it's therapy. We no need, matter if I read them or not. We needed However, I didn't therapy get to from from do Eric. mine. What was yours? no? I was, well, I was in California last week and I flew out and I flew back. And having a husband that's an airline pilot, you get to fly for free. But like one of the times that I, like when I was coming home, I didn't even get bumped up to first class. I had to sit in the back of the plane with everybody With the else.
0: commoners? You had to sit with the commoners?
2: I didn't get bumped up to first class. It was ridiculous. I was like, Do I'm you never normally flying American again. you normally bumped up to first class? I did on the way there one time. Now, I'm, now I expect it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, that leg room must be nice.
2: Versus. Yeah, I'm fine. It doesn't matter to me. I just like the free drinks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Mean, thank you, Jamie. Pretty? Thank oh, you, my. Jamie. All right. That's Jeez. it for today. We uh, we, we will have, uh, well, tomorrow's dark, I think, because it's the fifth Tuesday. We don't have a show on the fifth Tuesday when it works out that way. So we'll be back here on Wednesday morning. Uh, Jamie will be back. And we are reading the final chapter in the book Wednesday, aren't we? This is it, the oh, prologue. Is it. Or epilogue. Is it. an epilogue or prologue at the end? Epilogue.
2: We'll see you in a minute. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> called. All right. Epilogue. 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 epilogue.
0: Thank you, Jemmy. <laughs> I knew somebody would have an answer to that. All right. All right bye. Bye. bye.
2: Spade, doodle,